Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Through the miracle of internet radio, the Never Say Impossible show offers a unique opportunity for the sharing of information and a unique opportunity to tell the world your story about your accomplishments, your passions, your products, and how you can be contacted. The show is designed to introduce you to new people who will inspire, motivate, and inform you of innovative ways to breathe new life into your goals and dreams. At NSI, anything is possible until you say it's not. I'm Myra, a.k.a. the Never Say Impossible Lady, at NSI and DOOD Radio, short for Never Say Impossible, and Dancing on Our Disabilities. We make it our business to share successful stories and focus on guests that can entertain and enlighten you in some way. Our topic today is exercising yourself to death. Do you think that's even possible? Do you think we over-exercise in some cases? How about this? Do you think we damage our bodies when we exercise incorrectly? After all, most of us feel that we don't do enough exercise. I don't know about you, but I spend an awful lot of time in front of a computer screen or a smartphone. And then I feel guilty because my lifestyle is too sedentary. And it's not because I'm overweight. It's just that I know that I need to do something different. But what about all those stories we hear about the people who go out running regularly and then never come home, those stories seem to contradict that exercising regularly is good for you. Well, maybe it needs to be redefined. Perhaps it all goes back to the question, is it possible to over-exercise? We are going to be talking to Dr. Robert J. Blackman, a holistic chiropractor who has a very unusual method of staying healthy and fit that you're just going to love. But first, we're going to take a short break, so don't go away. Do you know about AdvertiseCast.com? Do you want to grow your business and reach new customers, whether you're launching a new product, app, book, crowdfunding campaign, or looking to get your existing products and services in front of new potential customers. AdvertiseCast 
is a great solution. AdvertiseCast is the premier marketplace that lets you order ad spots from hundreds of podcasts and radio shows starting at $5. Simply shop listings online and see detailed information about each show. You'll be sure to find shows that work well for your product or service. For more information and to start your first ad campaign, please visit AdvertiseCast.com. For a special $50 discount on your first order, use promo code POD50. Once again, that's AdvertiseCast.com. Reach thousands of listeners today. Okay, we're back. Allow me to take a moment to tell you about our guest. Dr. Blackman graduated in 1970 from Columbia Institute of Chiropractic in Manhattan, New York. He has been a holistic doctor of chiropractic medicine for over 40 years and has had literally decades of R&D in healing arts. He has found in order to truly be well, you must treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. I totally believe in that. He opened the first holistic health center in San Francisco, California in 1980. His front and back holistic health center is a healing center practicing in healthcare and fitness drug-free, non-invasive, and non-toxic treatment. I told you you were going to love it. Dr. Blackman was the first to treat combat veterans with PTSD and was one of the first to use his method to treat AIDS patients, which at the time was 1981. Dr. Blackman is amazing. So let me bring him in. Welcome, Dr. Blackman. I'm delighted to have you here with us today. Well, thank you for welcoming me and bringing me to your show of shows. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I, we'll have a wonderful adventure here. I'm ready. Well, terrific. First of all, I want to go back to the little Robert. When you first started thinking about what you were going to do in life and how you were drawn to chiropractic and holistic chiropractic as well. Give us a little background. Well, let's see. I grew up in the great city of New York, the Big Apple. And when I was a teenager, I had lower back pain. And I was in upper state New York, which is Modena, about an hour and a half outside of New York City. And I had, it was, I was around 17 years old. I had bad bad, lower back pain. I ended up going to a chiropractor who had flowing gray, long hair, had one stationary table, treatment table in his office. That was it. No, actually nothing fancy, just bare bones. Very nice man. And, you know, to me, a pioneer in in chiropractors. In those days, they were arresting chiropractors because we didn't have a law in New York State. There is one now. And he treated me, and I felt better right away. And I go, I like this. No pills. No, I don't have to swallow any 
cough medicine. It's all <laughs> natural. And I love that idea. Even as a, and, and, and the light bulb went over my, my you know, it's like, I like this. Let me look into it. And I did. And I found the only chiropractic college at that time, Columbia, down in Manhattan, on 71st Street, near Broadway. And I decided to go. It was very small. And people didn't even know a lot about chiropractic. I certainly didn't. I grew up with traditional medicine, like most of us, and with the vaccines. <laughs> I was vaccinated as a child. By the way, none of my children have been vaccinated, even though Jerry Brown, our governor here, just signed off on a mandate. I'm just going off on a tangent here, tangentially. But None of my children, I had to fight that, have ever had vaccines. I have to fight you. I'm going to interrupt for one second. I have to fight you just a little bit on that. As you know, I'm a polio survivor. I was one of the unlucky ones. It was right at the oh. time that they were giving out the SALT vaccine, and it was like in a test mode. Some of the children got it. Some of them didn't. My brother got it. I didn't get it. I became completely paralyzed. Now, I can't tell you about all the other vaccines, whooping cough and all of that. I had a mm -hmm. every childhood disease, must have had the worst immune system. Mm -hmm. And, of course, nobody talked about the immune system at that point. But the one thing I'd like to say is there are certain childhood diseases that never go away. People think they're gone. Like if someone were to ask me, why do you use a scooter? And I would say to them, the average person probably under the age of 50 that I had polio, they would, mm, what were you on a horse that fell off? No, polio, not polo. <laughs> you know? So they don't know a lot about it, nor do the doctors. The bad thing about polio, Dr. Blackman, is that it's alive and well where it always was. And the only protection we have is vaccination. So if someone travels to one of the countries that still has live polio and don't, doesn't get sick, and I think that might be Nigeria right now. I know that they found a few more cases in Pakistan. And in where? Pakistan. Uh, but if someone travels, there or comes from there and carries the virus, never gets sick, never shows a sign of it, they can give it to any unvaccinated person. And all of a sudden you've got a polio um, outbreak. Well, Are you gambling? What's your opinion? Are you gambling? Uh, my, my opinion is you might be right. I, I don't know. No one knows. The jury's out on that one. There, there might still be, you know, third world countries where you don't have sanitation and hygiene, as uh, as Renee Dubois said. Uh, these these countries are still subject to typhoid and malaria and all those kind of diseases. Polio, I think, in this country, we we've basically with we've gotten through that and we're doing better and i'm not saying it i didn't say i'm not saying it doesn't work the polio the the, the vaccine the polio vaccine or any of the others it's the right of dissension to say no i don't want to do this i think we have the right to make that decision for ourselves and our children because the system the medical 
system. It's a medical disease model. So they promote disease. They're not promoting wellness. I mean, they're not building hospitals on it. I've never seen so much construction between hospitals and drug houses, drugstores on every street corner, pushing vaccines for whatever it is, whatever the disease disease process is. But that's what medicine's about. It, 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 this is how it functions. It, the predation of medicine is about how do we treat you for disease? Not treating you for wellness. It doesn't even enter into the conversation, except here between you and I. And that's the sad part about medicine. It's got all this technology, but it's, this is why I went into holistic medicine, because they've lost sight of body, mind, and spirit, and how we work together in terms of the human body as in so much, so much more completely in, in treating this in its, in its wholeness, because that's where the sanctity of who we are and what we are. And I, to me, that is a sacred thing. And medicine has lost sight of that. It, it really has. And it will push this. Now, I'm not saying that in these other countries, which I, I'm not traveling to Pakistan anytime soon, but, <laughs> that, but that, that, that country is, those countries are ravaged by something far more serious. And that is a disease. It's not a medical disease. It's a socioeconomic, political disease. There is no sign of wellness in the Middle East. You know, medicine is, is thinks they have a, they have a monopoly, and there are people in, uh, who who are alternative like me, who uh, medicine will not even acknowledge because their bread and butter is promoting the disease, whether it's diabetes or it's cancer, or it's heart disease, heart disease. We lose a million people. They're not really doing very well, to be honest with you, Myra. We're losing a million people a year just to heart disease. So it's a broken system. I have decided, and you know, with the vaccine thing, it's not so much that the vaccine, whether it works or not, it's our right to say, no, this is America. We have the right to dissent and say there is another way. And there is, there's no question in my mind that there is. Oh, a, I agree with and, you. And you know, I agree you know, and my children are all healthy. You know, I have seven kids, they're all healthy. My youngest has never had a vaccine. She's beautiful, healthy, vibrant, passionate. I'm not saying that the vaccine would make her less passionate or less beautiful than she already is. It's that I made the decision with my wife to say, we don't think it's really necessary because we do everything with, you know, I treat her, the diet, the food, the rest, all the things that bring you into the into that complete environment it is an environment and the body is like an ecosystem a microcosm and you gotta you gotta treat it in a way that it deserves to be treated and respected and and it, it we're, we're, we are conservationists we are caretakers of what we have this wonderful fantastically put together body of ours body and mind and so medicine's lost sight of that, Myra. They're, they're, they're just, they're looking for, for, for another vaccine and another drug. Just look at TV. The blitz from one channel to the other. If it's not erectile dysfunction, it's something for, for Humira, which is control. A, <laughs> a bladder control. They, they, I, I mean, I see stuff, you and I grew up at a time 
when when on TV, you know, uh, they, they talk about everything now. Everything, every function of the body has a disease, and therefore we have to medicate. And every channel does that. And if you listen to the side effects, they're deadly, like the Omira. It's on every channel. And they don't even say it's a drug, which it is. They call it now a biologic. We're going to give you a biologic. It's a deadly drug. Say it what it is. You see, this is what I'm saying. They're so misleading. And they have you go out and buy something that will cause myeloma, which is cancer, Will, which will cause, in certain situations, tuberculosis. These are the side effects. of That's how toxic it is. Last year, get this, the third greatest cause of death in America was medical mistakes. 250,000 people. I that's, know that's that. That's crazy. I know it's that. It's insane. I know that. But, but you know what it is in my mind? It's all about big pharma and big money. Right. It's like the exercise craze and the gyms that are... Oh, the, the exercise there. craze, thank you. The exercise craze. You're right. It is a craze. You're, you're right. I just had a parent call me, right? A parent called me to come up. I was with my daughter. I was taking her home after, you know, my youngest. I have someone. She's a freshman at a, at a performing arts high school here. So anyway... He calls me up frantically. His son is in the hospital. He's only 21 with a collapsed lung. I go there and, you know, because I take my child home. I go to the hospital. What's going on here? Massimo. He's from Florence, Italy, but he lives near me here in Riverside. And he tells me the collapse. And I, I, I sort of interview the son and take a little history on him. He was going four hours to the gym every day. Four hours. Pumping iron. Over-exercising. The body finally just gave out, and his lung collapsed. While he was at class at the college here, UCR, which is the University of California, Riverside. That's all. And he ends up in a hospital bed at about 3000 a day. I'm just saying, this is, the, this is why the country's going broke, because medical costs are off the scorecard. It's, it's crazy. You know, the kind of work that I do is cost-effective, the holistic approach. It's cost-effective. We are going to get people well. While medicine is building these factories, these cities, to, to disease. I mean, mm-hmm. you see these hospitals. They're, they're, Kaiser is off the scorecard. And it's all profit-driven, Myra. I know and that for a fact. Cause I, I have people with work bacteria that will kill you. <laughs> exactly. Hold it. Yes. The MRSA, they, can, they have nothing. MRSA, the, the MRSA virus, the secondary infections, and they don't have a vaccine for that. Let me tell you, they don't even have now an antibiotic that can kill it. So when you go into hospitals, for the most part, you're going to get sicker. Yes, the operation was a success, but you have a staph infection that's going through your system like crazy. It's killing everything. See that's what I'm saying? exactly what happened to me. <laughs> so it happened to you? Oh, my God, you're kidding. Well, I had a cervical fusion. and uh, Oh, that's... Yeah, right. C2, C1. Wow. They told me... C1? C2 to T1. Oh, T2 to T1. Well, that's still major. Well, they said if I didn't do it, I would be a quad. And I well, went, they always I, say that. I'm sorry. I know, but I went to a, I, I, I'm a very, I'm a cynic. I'm a cynic when it comes to, because I've had people come. I had a, I'm thinking about an 87-year-old man that I examined. 
they want to take my knee out. I said, let me take a look at your knee. So I take it through range of motion. I said, everything's fine here. But they said it's bone on bone. I said, they always say that. <laughs> Why? It's $45,000 for a 40-minute 40, 40 procedure. You anybody making $45,000 in 40 minutes other than a surgeon cutting out a knee? It's really, it's really a, an amputation. You know, They cut off the femur, and they cut off part of the tibia, and they put in this prosthetic. I mean, it's serious stuff. Trust me, And they I make know. 45 grand for that thing. That's crazy. And who do they bill? Medicare and your secondary. And you're at risk for having one of those. Oh, my God. Bone infections. infections. And in uh, five years, that thing gets. Infections. All these terrifying. It's almost like science fiction. <laughs> these horrible things that can happen to you. And it did. Yeah, which no one talks about. Except you and I. We're talking about what can happen. So did you get a secondary infection? Absolutely. Oh, my God. You're kidding. No. But I'm alive and well and fabulous. Yeah, but but you must have gone through. Those things are painful, by the way. It it was very painful. It was very scary. And it took me a very long time. Of course it is. To come back to where I am today, but I am 150% leaning towards all holistic treatment. Unless there's something that is, you know, I'm in a car accident and, uh, you know, something's ripped off and and they've got to sew it back on. I feel that what you're doing is a wonderful thing. Unfortunately, it's hard to convince people that it isn't easier to take a pill. Well, of course. We're so used to it's sort of a, a, a uh, almost a um, condition response. It's almost Pavlovian where we just say, oh, yeah, sure. The patient that comes in doesn't know how to read an x-ray, and they can tell you anything. And, you know, we're so trusting. The patient is so trusting, especially when it's their doctor, and they go, just go along with the program. And uh, they're – look – I was uh, I was over here in Santa Barbara on a panel with the guy who runs Sansom Clinic. It's up there with Mayo Clinic, you know, in Scripps. Mm-hmm. And he gets up there in his $3,000 suit and announces to everyone, he goes, 80% of the operations are unnecessary. Oh, thank you for sharing That's that. That's so scary. 80%, Myra. It's big business. But... It's at the expense of people like yourself and folks out there that deserve better, to be honest with you. How do you feel about other invasive uh, techniques such as epidurals and things like that? For Because the spine is one of the leading. Well, the spine, is the, the, the spine is a housing. It's mainframe. So it's mm-hmm. housing the central nervous system. It's housing the spinal cord. And, you know, but as people get over older, that because of the, a lot of it has to do with the drugs and people don't rest enough and they don't, they over-exercise. You know, we're talking about the, the gym craze, which you're absolutely right about. That's why you're seeing so many hip replacements. You're seeing, you're seeing hip and knee replacements way over, way over the top. But so that's what's going on. Spinning. They have this spinning class where they they stuff sixty people into a room, and a lot of women in there. It's terrible for the heart and brain. It's terrible for like uterus 
the the hip joints, the ankles, you're wearing it out. It's called repetitive injuries. It's a repetitive injury syndrome. And that's why you see an increase and skyrocket in stress fractures, ligament tears. No one talks about this. I've looked at the stats on this. You have 199 people who who were taken in a survey. There's 122 injuries. That's 73.5% are injuring themselves. 20% end up being surgically in surgical intervention. It's crazy now, Myra, the, the exercise craze. It's just way, way. People are over-exercised, overuse, and they're wearing themselves out, literally wearing themselves out. And no one's discussing this. No one talks about it. We are. <laughs> you and I are, yeah. And most well, of the people in there are unfit. Get this. They got they go in for fitness, guess what? They're unfit. But that's part of the problem, I think. I see I live in southeast Florida and there is a lot of retirees here. And I'll see people very obviously out of shape, cycling like crazy. They got the outfit. You know, the helmet, the stripes on the shirt and the stripes on the bicycle shorts. And I'm thinking to myself, this is a different form of exercise than what people used to do years ago when they would have to walk to work and right. uh, walk around yeah. uh, the building continually and, and get normal physical activity. Now, all of a sudden, we think we can fix it by an hour of strenuous exercise that your body is just not accustomed to. So that's why I think, well, I don't know about you, but I think that's why we hear these horrible stories about Yes, are you in the Miami area? Uh, no, I live in um, north, about 60 miles north of Yeah, you're right, there are a lot of retirees down there, and, and obviously. And the, the seniors are so exploited, Myra. They're over-medicated. The procedures are way too many. The medication is through the roof. And so I hate being so cynical, but they have usually very good insurance. They have their Medicare, Medicare and then they also, also have secondaries. And it, it's just, you know, they exploit them, not in a good way. Not in a good way, because most of that testing and most of that procedures are overdone way overdone and that's why they end up being what we see is the collateral damage from that and they're they're being hurt they're not being helped for the most part they really are not being helped it's very true i had two or three doctors tell me i'm a very happy person because i i know what it's like to be unhappy and i know how to correct self-correct when i when my thoughts are not healthy. So right. I, when I go to the doctor, if they ask me how I feel or, and I say, well, you know, if I overdo anything, I, I end up with pain and they want me to take three doctors now want me to take this mind altering drug, which I think they give to people who have epilepsy because they say it works for brain, I think one of the drugs is called Lyrica. It's a class of drugs. And I said, but I'm not depressed. I'm extremely happy. What's the name of the drug, do you know? Yeah, I think one of them is Lyrica. It's a classification of drugs. Oh, yeah, Lyrica. I see that all over TV. Guess what? It kills the neurons. 
you accelerates neuron death. When you get neuron death in the brain, they don't grow back. That's why you see an increase in dementia, Alzheimer. I, I can, I have the answer for all of that. I can show you how to turn that one around because that's what you're seeing a huge number of seniors suffering from, which is very sad because you lose control of your faculties and your, your, your brain literally hardens. It becomes like a cirrhosis liver and you're killing these neurons. I wouldn't take it. It's called neuron like death. Medicine has no answer for that. Or I'm going to tell you right, right now, they don't. And they give you these drugs that have toxic side effects. They don't even, they never tell you the side effects. You know, they just say, hey, you take this every three hours. And it's, it's really what I, it's, it's, it creates this virus that I call the MDM virus, the medical disease model virus in the system that just breaks you down. It doesn't get you well. Living longer, if you're not, the whole thing about living longer and live is to live a fuller life and still have great energy and great vitality. But when you're taking those drugs, it, it, it destroys that. It really undermines all that. Our natural ability, like you, I can tell you have a natural ability and a disposition to know how to be happier. Not everybody has that ability, by the way. Yeah, for Blackman, I, I wasn't always that way. In my early years. No, yeah, well, it's a learning yeah, curve. You're right. It is a learning curve. But you've curve. learned how to do it. Well, what is your answer as a holistic chiropractor for people who are living with chronic pain like fibromyalgia or um, they have lupus or post-polio syndrome, chronic fatigue syndrome? What, how would you approach that? Redefine yourself reinvent yourself, find a whole new direction. You're definitely not getting enough rest. You're exhausted. You're taking too many meds. Throw them, just flush them down the toilet and start all over again. Take that risk. Life's about taking risk. You get caught up in that box. You know, if you go to my website, one of the pages says, outside the box and off grid. And I have news for you. We, as older citizens of this amazing world of ours, can do it better than anybody if we just knew how. That's what I teach. You know, getting well is, is learning. It's a learning curve. Healing yourself is a learning curve. It's always a work in progress. And my I whole think- thing is, let me show you how to live forever without breaking a sweat. <laughs> and we can start I- right now, right it- this minute, okay? Well- fantastic it really does it is that's what we're capable of i wouldn't say it unless i thought we were we if we were incapable i'd say we can't do it no we can do it you're never going to get that from medicine because they deal with physical symptoms it's a symptom-based disease model we have to make the paradigm shift all those people that you told me about with chronic pain they have to make that paradigm shift. Their survival depends upon it. I'm like a cry in the wilderness out here, Myra. I think when people discover that they have more control over their health than they believe, it's uh, currently believe, I think people feel I have to go to the doctor to get fixed. And the power 
is really within themselves and education. Of course. I have a sign on the back of my car. (laughs) You you see my vehicle. It says, convert stress and pain to power and change. We have that potential. You're not going to hear from medicine because they, they want to medicate you. Let's face it. They want to do medical procedures that, that the, the, the centerpiece is the disease process, not wellness. Come on. They don't even discuss that. that that's, not even, that's not even in the conversation anymore. And Big Pharma has an army of high-heeled, very attractive women or very young, handsome men that come into the office in droves yeah, to solicit. Yeah, it's like terrorism by proxy. That's what I call it, terrorism by proxy. Because you sit a family down and you and you take someone in that family that's 38 years old and you say, well, you have cancer. Yeah, it's pancreatic. You'll be dead in six months. What does that do to him or her and the entire family? It's devastating. And this is what medicine does. I'm sorry. This is what they're doing. I know. You mentioned your website. For the listeners, please your website so I, I will put it in the blog but if someone is simply listening to this and they're not reading the blog what exactly would be the website? it's dr blackman dr blackman dr blackman new yes i've opened up new gym as a senior citizen i'm happy to say I've opened up new gym. You will not find a treadmill. You will not find a spinning. There's no, there's no elliptical bicycles. There's no step stairs. There's nothing in there except very quieting kind of decor. Everything to make you feel like you're unwinding and you're at peace with yourself. That's an exercise. Hello. It is. It's and, get rid and then of I, stress. And then we do we do restobics. There is no aerobics here. We do restobics at New Gym. I love it, and I want to hear all about it. But we're going to take a very very short break. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. Do you have a V card global yet? Do you know what it is? It's amazing. It's a virtual business card, the ultimate marketing tool. Imagine never having to print another business card again. And best of all, you can have one for free. All you have to do is visit www.myraspeaks.com and grab your free B card. That's M Y R A S. P-E-A-K-S dot com, Myra Speaks. Advertise and promote yourself, your business, your products and services on your smart devices or computer. Use it as a contact management system. Keep track of all your friends, family, business associates, downline, employees, prospects, on your smart device and automatically update all information. Use it as an instant referral system. You can't beat it. Grab it while it's free. Once again, 
visit www.myraspeaks.com and get your free B-card today. And here we are again on Never Say Impossible Radio, and we're talking to Robert J. Blackman, who is a holistic chiropractor with fantastic information that can help everyone feel better, self-heal, and learn to live a better quality of life. Now, let's talk about new gym again and the fact that people are overstressed and technology has gone wild and everybody, they can't move an inch without their uh, smartphone and all this stress that's scrambling our brains. At New Gym, I bet you don't allow people to start sitting there using smartphones. <laughs> no, there are no. So we're, we, at New Gym, again, as it says on the website, outside the box and off grid. So when you walk through my the doors of my New Gym, and I'm a senior, just to show you how I say that because I'm proud of that, the fact that I'm still here in this amazing world of ours you walk through the door there's not one treadmill there's not one one spinning stationary bicycles step up step stairs weights all that's out through that throw out the baby with the bathwater. there's nothing there but a sense of total calm and quietness and tranquility and there's power there that's where the power is. A treadmill is for rats and mice. It's not meant for people. But I show people how to get off the virtual reality treadmill with their smartphones and their cell phones that run them that are killing brain cells every minute of the day because they're on that. I see the kids running around you and I see we grew up at a time no one had a cell phone. Now everyone does. And this is, I show them how to, disengage from that, unhook themselves from that, that, that habit. It's like a habit, right? It's like, it's the new heroin, (laughs) except now it's cell phone. That's the new, the new drug that's killing them. And when you come into my place, new gym, when you walk through those, those doors, you're off grid. And then we move into converting stress and pain to power and change. And I show them restobics. And it's it's exercise, remarkable exercise. But we start with the the dual processor that runs the body. Number one is the heart. It has 60 times, get this Myra, 60 times more amplitude than the brain. That's how important the heart is. And then the brain, those, that's, and they, they talk back and forth. It's a constant dialogue between heart and brain. Now, what happens with people is they overwork the heart and brain. They overexercise, right? They, they're overtired because they're exhausted. They're running off that calendar and, and their cell phones or their smartphones. And what happens? The disconnect between heart and brain will kill the heart. Why do you think? Myra, out of those million people that die from heart disease, 320,000 at least sudden cardiac arrest. What is that? The heart literally stalls out. You fall over and you're dead in four minutes. 
I just just happened to uh, an associate of mine this spring. Walking on the beach. <laughs> there you are, walking on the beach. You, you don't know when it's going to hit you. It's like uh, uh, like uh, like a time bomb with a very short fuse. When you disconnect, this is when medicine comes in. Get this, Myra. Then you are totally locked into, when I mean this, locked into the physical finite body. Medicine loves this because that's what medicine, that's its bailiwick. It's it, everything around their predatory procedures, and I call them predatory, is around the physical body, right? Mm-hmm. We found the cancer in your stomach, the pancreatic cancer. Oh, the heart. You got four valves we need to take out. I just had a doctor. A doctor came to me. He just went through one of these operations, and he's a young guy to me, 53, still young, right? Four <laughs> yeah, valves out, relative. right? They, four, four valves out, Myra. They sawed open his chest. That's what they do. They saw open the sternum. A half a million dollars, Myra. And he'll never be the same. His energy is shot. He's depressed, of course. They went into the heart of you. When you go into the heart of somebody, that's their emotional, spiritual center. They do it like it's a, like it's nothing, like it's, you know, it's perfunctory. It's, oh, it's just another operation. No, you're killing people. You're killing the heart of that man or woman. Women now have, you know, now there's a much higher numbers because women are in the professional world. They're in competition with men. They're, get, they're getting, you know, they work harder because they raise families as well as work a job. They're multitasking because guys can't multitask for the most part. I know I can't. I'm not very good at it. But, uh, and so women, big number of women, hard to see. And the other end is they call this osteoporosis because why? Because they're giving women statins, which are drugs for cholesterol. When cholesterol, oven in itself, is essential for brain and mind function. Most of the hormones must have cholesterol. Why are we cutting it out of the body? You can't eat that whole thing is a medical, it's a medical propaganda that's incorrect. We must have cholesterol in the body. They say HDLs, CDLs, but HDLs are supposed to be better, LDLs and HDLs. So this is where we're, we're up against. We must empower ourselves. That's what my work is about. I show you how to live forever without breaking a sweat because our survival well, depends upon it. Let me ask you, if a person joins New Gym and wants to start again and work on their immune system, what, what are you basically doing? Are you discussing diet, rest, giving them a prescription, not that they fill at the pharmacy, but they fill in their mind and change their life. Is that what you're doing? I am not giving them, am I giving them a prescription? What were you saying? A a mental prescription to learn to live differently, to eat differently, to rest differently, to, to strengthen their immune system. So it's a prescription you give them, but it's not a prescription they take to a drugstore. It's demonstrating it to them mm-hmm. on different levels. Because if you were to look at the body and mind and the spirit of us, we're like the onion. We, as you peel back one layer, there's another. And we're multi-layered and we're multi-dimensional. 
So the intricacies of addressing that and reaching into the heart of that person who has to realize that, wow, I'm outside of the box. Do I dare go off of grit? You see what I'm saying? Most mm-hmm. people are scared to do that. It's something new, something that's why I have new gym because it's new to them. It's demanding that they take risk. I got to show them how to. So it's not just, it's right. There is a mental component, but it's also emotional. It's also risk-taking, so it's spiritual. It's also physical, because the physical body must comply. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's on all those levels. See, my medicine has isolated. So you go to the psychologist, he talks about your mind. You go to cardiologist, he talks about your heart. You go to the endocrinologist, he talks about your intestines. You go to the ophthalmologist, he talks about your eyes. You go to the neurologist. See, medicine has become so, so specialized that they've lost sight of it. They they dehumanized their whole procedure. And they don't even they talk to one another. <laughs> it, it, it becomes dehumanized. And there used to be a day when I was a kid, you had a family doctor. He actually came to your house. That's all gone away. I, I do. Yeah, I, of course, I, I do. do. I'm a concierge doctor, so I will go to houses. and. Well, let me ask right. you, now that you mentioned that, do you work with people on Skype? Or you mean you at their homes? No. I. Uh, in other words... If someone wants to consult with you and they're not living in California, they're living across the United States, maybe in I will go there, own. you know, yeah, I will go there. First, we, re- we go over, over everything and I say, yes, I'll come in for three, four days. And, and, but, but when I come in there, you know, it's an overhaul. <laughs> Be ready for an overhaul. But oh, it really makes a difference when you when you do the overhaul because it's like redefining. We have to redefine ourselves. This is where we live forever because when you start, you you know, we're not closing the 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 book on on our lives just because we get older. Come on, a lot of people do that. Well, I think a lot of people become very mentally inactive and just right. well, it's not just mentally; it's resigning themselves to what they defined as oh you're old oh you're retired okay it's over game over oh i no, hate that no word, no retired. no no i'm sorry <laughs> i hate the word retired i know but people do retire and you know and they're compartmentalized in that in that whole world retired and old and uh, you know it's like you've outlived your useful your usefulness and you get that from medicine, and, and it's sad. And they warehouse you, like right here, they have right up the road here in Costa Mesa, very affluent area, right? And what do they have? An Alzheimer's village. Oh. It looks really nice from the outside. Meanwhile, they lock you away because you're supposed to have this so-called medical disease. And they get an exclusive on you. They well, if you go into a it, place it, like that, Dr. Blackman, you are going I'm, to be part of the war. I'm dead. <laughs> I think it's horrible. As an older, you know, as a senior, as someone older, yes, I walked in there and I was aghast. I was horrified mm-hmm. that these people are locked away. Their lives are over for the most part, and they are now under the, under the control of the medical disease model. They're never going to get well. They're never going to see the, never have a chance to really see the light of day, if you know what I mean. Now, with all of this experience that you've had, 
through your life, treating people, making them well, making their immune system stronger, seeing the, 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 the broken body parts that come in from over-exercise and the stress that people, unnecessary stress that people have been exposed to through false advertising and uh, manipulation by the uh, media and or, or big business let's just say big business, is that what inspired you to write your book? Because I want to talk about your book. Uh, the Antidote, the book, the, the, the book itself, it's called The Antidote, a, a, window, a Window to the Unimaginable. It sort of goes hand in hand with what you say, something about now see the impossible, now do the impossible. Isn't that your quote? It's never say impossible because once ah, you do. There you go. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying a window to the unimaginable. Mm -hmm. So it's similar to, and what the book does, it shows you how to play. We lose sight of play as we get older and, and most people in their lives. And the mind loves play. The brain loves play. The more you play, the more you nourish those axons and the dendrites. That's the garden. It's like a garden inside. It's like a beautiful flower bed, the brain. And you have to nourish that. And people are undernourished. They don't oxygenate. That's another thing I teach, obviously, senior. But, well, you know, I've worked with many athletes. Uh, they, they don't breathe properly. So I have to show them. I, I have a posture that I spent about close to 40 years developing. That's all. And, and it opens up the breathing. It opens the mind, the heart. It's, 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 I show you how to be in the moment. because, And being mindless, meaning you don't have to think your way through this. It just happens naturally when I show you how to do it. And the body loves that spontaneity. Our spirit loves it. And the book's all about that. The book in itself is an antidote. If you read it cover to cover, it's an antidote. That's why I call it the antidote a window to the unimaginable because so often we don't think we have we have the ability to get you know go through that window to the unimaginable and we do we we have we are given that we are born with that it's innate it's part of us i'm listening to you and i'm having this brainstorm i'm thinking about all the people in the united states and surrounding countries that access the internet, you need a series of, of videos and tapes demonstrating uh, how people who can't physically come and join your new gym can learn your process. I would be knocking on your door tomorrow if I lived in California, but I live all the way here in Florida because I believe so much in what you do and changing our thought process as to when we don't feel well, what we need to do about that and, and listening to our body a little bit more because I think our mind, it's what you say, your mind, body, and spirit are all connected. That's who we are. and it, it's Well, you know something... You're right, but we have to learn how to quiet things down. There's so much chatter. There's so much noise out there. We have a 
an incredible ability to listen if we allow ourselves to listen. And you have to, to, in order to listen, you really have to find that quietness, that, that sweet spot. And as you move into that, it opens doors to things that are not known. You know, what we know, according to medical science, we're only using about one-tenth of our ability. That's it. And that's the world we know. You see, it's on the calendar. It's on your cell phone. It's, it's what you know. It's the textbook definition of what you know. But outside that, the other 99 and 9 tenths of it is what I take you into, what we don't know. And that's, this is, this is a quote directly from me, be amazed, fascinated, and wonder constantly. And we all can do that. We all have that ability to do that. That's something, that's what makes us human. So when you take that out, we devolve, and we, I call them humanors, it's in the book, we start breaking down. We, we start becoming sort of like a subspecies. Because we're breaking that down, you see? We're wearing ourselves out. Like you said, the gyms. We're wearing ourselves out. They're overworking people. I had a young woman I talked to in Michigan. She's on her computer 18 hours a day. She's 28 years old. She's, you know, ambitious, and which is great. Be ambitious. But 18 hours a day sitting there in front of a computer screen. I this is her you. life. Life becomes a habit. Yeah, so you it's have not to an break adventure. Habits. You have to break uh, habits. You have yeah. to. Yeah, that's what, what I show you in the workplace. I do go, I'll go into the workplace because that's what Restovics is about. It's about workplace fitness. No one's taking it into the workplace. It's not in the gym. It's when you're in the pressure cooker and you have deadlines. That's where you have to learn how to break out of that out of that very constricted, defined world and move yourself into something, move yourself into something different mm. and be in the moment. It's, it's, it's a whole new way. Of stress management. <laughs> well, it's not, you know, I, I don't like the word management. I like the word converting, converting the stress to power. And that means empowering yourself. We don't want to manage things. We manage too many things. We have calendars. We have schedules. We're overscheduled. We're overbooked. Throw all that out. And just in that moment, when I, when I teach you posture and breathing and all, in the moment, you're empowering yourself. In the moment, there's no schedule. There's nothing to manage. There's nothing to reduce. That's the other word. That's, that's archaic. It's, uh, you know, this whole thing about stress reduction. You don't reduce it. You can't reduce something that basically runs our lives. Everyone has stress. As long as you're above ground, you're going to have stress in this world, no matter what, it, wherever you are. If you're too rich, you're going to have stress. If you're too poor, you're going to have stress, right? You can be on the, on the downside or the upside. There's going to be stress. You're out of work, you're going to have stress. You're working too hard, you're doing too much, you're going to have stress. It's how to take that dynamic motivational force and take it in a whole new direction. And how do we empower ourselves? Medicine, they want victims. They don't want people empowered because you wouldn't be laying in a hospital bed at 3,000 a day. See what I'm saying? 
I see what you're saying, and I think it is crucial that people listen. You're right. It is crucial. It is. Well, here's a great place to start by reading your book, which is available on Amazon. I also put a link in the blog to your book. And start learning how to... What was the word you used? It wasn't manage. It was um, when we're it's talking converting about stress. Stre- yeah, it's not managing or reducing stress. You're converting it. Converting and learn how yeah, to Yeah, and this is how you do it. Yeah. I'm going to give you the new millennial. I'm ahead of these new millennial kids. Drop it. Tune in. Turn on. Now, this is not out of the 60s, okay? And I did grow up in the 60s. I'm proud of it. But I didn't do the drugs. It never interested me, by the way. I want to make that clear. But they they had Timothy Leary, who introduced all these kids to acid. Wrong. And he had this thing, drop out and tune in, right? Drop out. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to, don't drop out. Drop it. It being whether it's a cell phone or your schedule or your calendar. In that moment, drop it. Tune in. Turn on. Because when you drop it and tune in, then you're going to immediately turn on. You become, allow yourself to be engaged in the moment. You see what I'm saying? I do. And then that flood of wonder and amazement comes to you naturally. That's what strengthens you. That's why we see immune system diseases. Because people, that whole system becomes, they short circuit it. The adrenals shut down. That's the, you know, the adrenals are the glands above the kidneys that have a lot to do with our immune system. The kidneys are overworked, so the adrenals start shutting down. We're overtired. We're not oxygenating. And so you stress out that immune system where, this is in the book, where the stress degrades. It literally degrades that dynamism that's in stress, that dynamic force. Suddenly, you become weaker, enervated, tired, more tired. I get people, uh, I'm so exhausted. Why why am I so exhausted? Why am I? Let's look at the skin. Let's see what you're doing in a day because how do we need to do more, you know what I mean, that normal, safe, predictable mm-hmm. bubble that you're in is going to burst when you sit down in front of a medical doctor and he says, all right, we found a tumor, a, a glioma in your brain. The whole world stops, right? At that moment, you're freaked out. You're so scared. They want, that's where medicine that comes into play. Why? Why do we... We have to be ahead of the healing curve. We don't want somebody to tell us you got a brain tumor. No, of course not. See what I'm saying? Or you got colon cancer, or one of the you see, or the heart stuff. Or no, or any oh. of that stuff. Why should we? Why should we be sub- submitted to that and 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 and, and allow that to happen in our lives? It doesn't have to happen, Myra. We have to get ahead. I have to get, and that's the other thing you'll see on my website, which is preempt. I am the first, number one, to do preemptive medicine. Preemptive meaning before the event happens, we are going to engage in something that's going to turn that around and prevent that event from happening. 
You're not going to sit me in a chair because you think you're better than me. You went to school for 14 years, and you're going to say, well, this disease, I studied this for 14 years, and you got this disease, and you see that? I'm, I'm, I'm like your god here sitting here in a white coat and a stethoscope wrapped around my neck. We found this uh, serious problem in, in the heart. We're going to have to take out. We're going to replace your heart. What? Yep, got to do it. Look, look at this angiogram. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they only promise you to expand your life by six months. <laughs> They're making you sicker. You're now, the, now you are the consummate sickness. You're, the whole life becomes sick at that moment. Sick. We have to turn that around now. I mean, and the amazing thing is you are, and I are the only ones talking about it. You don't hear it on TV because they're promoting drugs. You don't hear it on radio because they're promoting sickness. They own the airwaves, you know, except for this is between you and I right now. We're discussing something that's revolutionary. Hey, and guess what? I'm a senior and I'm proud that I'm, I'm able to find something that's revolutionary that's going to help people and change the conversation so we, we find a way to heal and be well. Well, Dr. Blackman, we're going to have to uh, end here, but I will tell you, I think that you are on to a way to heal this society in many ways. And I am. I, yes, you are. Every day I wake up and I know it's an uphill fight, but it's a fight you and I are going to win. Well, I want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. You're welcome back anytime, and we can take this to another level and talk about it some more. I'm leaving the door open for you. And thank you. I would enjoy having you back. And to my listeners, thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Never Say Impossible Radio and also on Dancing on Our Disabilities Radio. Remember to sign up for my free show announcement newsletter. When you do, I'll send you a gift. You can also find us listed as the capital letters N-S-I-N-D-O-O-D Radio on Stitcher.com, TalkShoe.com, TuneIn, iTunes, and on my website at MyraGoldick.com in the show archives. And until next time, never thank you, Myra. Impossible. You are welcome. You've been listening to Never Say Impossible, a show created to inspire, motivate, and inform the public with unique guests and content. NSI is a powerful way to connect with millions of people all over the world. Visit NSI at Myra's website, www.myragoldick.com. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.